When those bitches be like, you can't just cut people out of your life like that. And I'm like, bitch, fucking watch me. You need to cut it. What up, bitches? Welcome to another episode. It's Karina, obviously. Okay, so sorry for the delay on the podcast. I have been so busy doing nothing. (laughs) It's pure procrastination. Um, This weather always just has me in my feels and I just love the cold. I just like being lazy and my oversized hoodies. Um, And honestly, I, I honestly love winter. I love the cold. It's just a whole vibe for me. And I don't know if it's a fucking vibe for me because... I can hide my lonjas under my hoodies and my leggings. I mean, like, summer, I love summer because we like to do, like, outdoor shit. But, I mean, just the, like, the outfits are not popping for me during summer because a bitch is insecure and, you know, a bitch is thick. And I can't just be out there, like, in my fucking two-piece. I mean, I might one day, but just winter's where it's at for me, okay? <laughs> Anyways, um, I wanted to reflect on the last episode that I recorded. First and foremost, thank you to everybody who reached out, um, shared their stories and just gave me um, positive feedback and just encouraging words and empowering me. Um, I want to say that was pretty much, um, that was a pretty hard episode for me because not everyone knows, not everyone knows, um, you know, things that go on in my life or no um situations that have happened in my marriage but again i'm just transparent i'm out here just doing it because i'm just not gonna fucking fake around you know and again i don't do it to be petty i don't do it for sympathy i just do it because one of you may be um you know reasoning with what's happening to me and honestly, this last episode that I recorded kind of confirmed that and it just validated it for me because I had a lot of you guys reach out and I'm so thankful that you guys did reach out. Um, there was, you know, people saying that they're also on medication and their family doesn't know or people saying, damn, like, bitch, you fucking got me over here thinking I'm a fucking toxica. Like, it's time for me to go get help. And <laughs> it was just funny. Like, it was a good conversation. It was healthy. And then I had some people talking about the infidelity. Okay, let's clear that up real quick. I do not condone infidelity, okay? I, I'm not justifying um, things that have happened in my marriage. I will justify some things that we were super young with some stuff. You know, we were fucking in high school, whatever. But I don't, um, I don't justify his behavior. I don't justify my behavior. But I will say... Don't judge somebody until you are in their shoes because you're probably thinking to yourself like, oh, I would never like I would never fucking stay with somebody if I fucking caught him talking to somebody or I would never fucking stay with him if I caught him watching porn or cheated on me. Just whatever. You know, there's there's different levels to everything. Everyone has their own boundaries in their own relationship. But. I think it's very important. It's a super important reminder. And 
I mean, I know this firsthand just because I'm very close to my friends and a lot of us have gone through a lot of shit and obviously we, we've we all confided in each other. But I just think it's important for you to be a friend, even though probably deep down you're like, this fucking pendeja, like, why is she staying with him, you know? But it's not your business at the end of the day. And I think that the only thing that you can do as a friend is be a good friend, be a listening ear, be there to, you know, console her. Um, yeah, you can give her advice, but also don't judge her when she doesn't take it. Because at the end of the day, it's it's her journey, you know. And I think that that's something that I learned um, these past few years. Not that I judged any of my friends. Um, I feel like I'm actually very encouraging. <laughs> and I think a lot of you guys can vouch for me that when people are having problems with their relationships and they do come to me, I'm always that encouraging person. Like, no, dude, like you guys can do it. Like, you know, take therapy or go to church or like, you know, go to marriage counseling, read the Bible. Like, I'm always that friend or that person that encourages somebody to make it work. I always try to. I'm never like, oh, fuck that bitch. Not nah, fucking leave his ass. <laughs> you know, like, I think I'm pretty good about reading the room. And that's just a reminder for all of you guys. Like, if your friends are coming to you with something, be a friend and listen because they're already going through some shit as it is. Um, I do want to like talk about that also, though, because I think that's something that I got to work on as well, which I think I did. I have worked on this in the past maybe year or so. And I want to be very careful the way I'm explaining this because I don't want to offend anybody. I don't want to offend any of my listeners or my friends who have confided in me, but I had to take a step back from my friends, um, from my family members, from just certain people. It wasn't them. It, it wasn't them. I, for some reason, um, a lot of people are just kind of gravitated towards me to like vent and stuff, you know, and I'm forever grateful for that. I'm not going to say I'm the best advice giver because I'm fucking not. But I think that I'm pretty good about making people feel good. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just fucking tooting my own horn. But a lot of friends always kind of came to me, you know, to confide in stuff. And, you know, it, it was nothing towards these specific individuals. It was more towards me. So during one of these scenarios, you know, where like one of my friends really needed me, it was like super late at night. It was like one in the morning. And honestly, it was just separate occasions with different people. But this one particular one, I remember we were just kind of texting back and forth. And, you know, my friend was just like in a very dark place and just very confused. So, of course, like I got up. I was super tired. But, of course, I got up because I'm a good friend. And, you know, I called her. And, you know, she was a mess. She was just very confused about life. And I sat there, of course, and I talked to her. And we talked to like... 3.30 in the morning, I think, you know, and it was fine. I I do it wholeheartedly. Like I have no regrets of ever helping my friends out. But I remember, so it was like a, fr yeah, it was Friday night. So Saturday, so that the next morning, so whatever, I went to sleep. I got 3.30 in the morning, but that morning my husband didn't work. And I remember I, you, I'm usually up early, like 7.30, 8. And he comes in the room and he's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. I said, sorry. I was like, I was just like on the phone to like 3.30. You know, I was talking to so-and-so and like, she's just in a very dark place. I said, so obviously 
she needed somebody to talk to. And um, so we were, you know, we were on the phone late. And then he looks at me. And I swear, I would never fucking forget this because it has stuck with me forever. He looks at me and he's like, oh, okay. He's like, that's cool. Very sarcastically, you know. And I was like, okay, whatever. And then he's like, instead of giving everyone else, like, the energy and the advice to fix their relationship, how about you fix your own? And I really looked at him. Obviously, my first, like, reaction, like, my first thought was to go off on him. Like, what the fuck? Like, you know. But when he said it, I don't know. It was weird. Like, I felt like this knot in my stomach. It was, like, fucking reality just slapped me in the face. And I was kind of like, what the fuck? Like, he's fucking right. Like, I'm out here fucking giving all these people fucking, you know, advice and attention. And I'm, I'm going to dinners. And I'm going out here. And I'm doing this. And I'm on the phone and I'm like texting my friends back and forth because I'm trying to be there for them. But what I failed to realize is that I was neglecting my own life. I was neglecting my own marriage and even my kids, you know. I was taking time away from my kids while I was here, you know, in my on my bed or on the couch texting my friend back and forth because I'm trying to be there for them. Again, it's nothing at all towards my friends because like I said I do that very I do it with my heart and I have no regrets but when he said that to me it was just like a fucking I just got bitch slapped like I was like oh shit like fucking mic drop (laughs) and everyone just looked at him with like a stupid ass face like uh like I, I had no fucking comeback and for everybody that fucking knows me you guys know I never shut the fuck up and I have a comeback for everything but that food just fucking left me speechless. (laughs) And now looking back, obviously, I mean, it it was very emotional draining. Um, Not because I didn't want to be there for them. But I was always I always made myself available for everybody. And I was putting my own needs on the back burner. And that's my fucking toxic trait, though. Let's fucking talk about that shit. Because me, When I was going through all my shit, through all my down spirals, bipolar ass moments, fucking toxica, (laughs) you know, I would think to myself, like, where the fuck are my friends? Like, what about me? You know, like, how come nobody's here for me? Like, I'm, I'm so quick to drop everything. My husband, drop my kids, drop my life, my marriage for everybody else. But... I don't get that in return. And I think that that's kind of very unfair for me to say because one, I don't reach out. You know, I, I don't. I'm, it's not like the friends who did reach out when they would be like, hey, you know, like I'm having a hard time. Like, are you awake? I'm not that type of person. And that's my toxic trait because I want people to be there for me. You know, like I want that. I want that comfort that I give to people. Like I want them to be there for me. But then the moment that they are, I put like my wall up. I just put a strong face forward and I'm just like, oh, I'm fine. You know, I'm good. And it's just so hard for me to accept help. Like it really is. And I don't know. It's almost like I don't want people feeling sorry for me or I don't know if it's like I don't want people judging me. I honestly don't know. But this is where my podcast kind of comes in and it's helping me because 
It's helping me to be real and, and it's helping me to be transparent. And even though I'm just fucking talking to a fucking phone, it's like it's it's like a healing process for me just to speak about it. Just let it out. And I just realized, you know, like, yeah, I, I was neglecting my own life to be there for a lot of people. So the last year, year and a half, maybe, <coughs> sorry, maybe a little bit over a year, I kind of withdrew myself from a lot of things. And I know that a lot of my friends notice that, even though we don't speak about it, I know that they notice it. And it's not, it's not that I, I ignore them. It's just that I'm not emotionally available to them 24-7. They know that at the end of the day, if they need me, of course, I'm going to be there for them. Like without hesitation, because those are my people and that's it. But then there's also a point where you got to kind of do draw the line and do some boundaries where, you know, like I can't just ditch my kids and, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to go lock myself in my room for two hours while I'm being there for my friend while my kids are just over there watching TV, you know? So that was a big reality check for me when my husband did say that. So that's one, um, scenario that I'm sure a lot of you bitches can relate and be like damn bitch that's me right now so if that's happening to you bitch worry about your own relationship fix your fix your own (laughs) but anyways um as far as um you know taking accountability like how I was talking about how I have failed my husband um it's not just in regards to just being married like you know reflect on all your relationships reflect on you know your friends your cousins your baby daddies your baby mamas you know cuz there just comes a, a point in your life where it's just so exhausting to tell people like how to treat you i don't know if that even makes sense but i'm just too fucking old to like explain to people how they hurt me or you know like oh Like, I really feel like you should apologize. Like, no, like we're too fucking old for that. And we shouldn't have to explain ourselves or remind someone to be loyal to you. Like if if someone's talking bad behind your back, like I would expect that the people that you have in your circle, that they have your back. And if you guys are thinking of somebody right now that you are like "Uh, debatable, well, bitch, fucking cut that bitch out because you shouldn't have any doubts in people in your circle. And listen, I've lost a lot of friends. I've, you know, I've lost relationships. And it's because I failed as a friend or a, as a cousin or whatever it is. And I, ref- I, I accept that and I am correcting that behavior. You know, um, even though on, I've lost some relationships with an expensive price tag, it has kind of molded me to the person and the friend and the sibling, whatever, my cousin, anything, to the person I want to be now. Um, you know, I, I was a shitty friend a lot of the times, or I was a bad, you know, just, I guess, if I'm just, if I'm, if I'm just being completely honest, like, back then, I did have a big mouth. And hello, like, my shirt, inspo, coffee and cheese, man, like, would you expect anything less? <laughs> But now, obviously, because I'm a grown ass, a mature adult, <laughs> I um, I really want to, I, I really try to treat people the way I want to be treated, you know, because the people I do have in my circle now, 
they pretty much know everything about me. They know my ins and outs. They know my uglies and my highs and my lows. And I wouldn't like for them to repeat what I'm going through, you know? So yes, back then, I I was a shitty friend. You know, I would say things that I shouldn't or I repeated things that I shouldn't have. And I take accountability for it. And honestly, I think that the people I have hurt, I've literally been the first to apologize. Like, I am not afraid. And honestly, like, if you're listening and I hurt you and I haven't apologized to you, I'm sorry. (laughs) But I'd like to think that the people that I've hurt, that I've taken accountability for, even though, you know, some of those relationships are never going to be the same, I'm content that I did my part as far as taking accountability. Because I think there's no worse feeling when somebody fucking hurts you and you get no apology. I think that's the fucking worst thing. Like, you literally don't know how strong you are until you have to forgive somebody who's not even sorry. Like, that's some real ass shit. And I I don't like that, that that has been done to me. You know, like, I'm out here fucking waiting for apologies and shit patiently waiting (laughs) but i i wouldn't want somebody that i hurt to go with that burden and be like you know fuck this bitch like she didn't even care you know or she didn't even care that she hurt me so i think that you know just be the bigger person if you fuck up admit it like we're fucking adults like just say i i think that's the biggest respect you can have for somebody like listen like i fucked up i shouldn't have said this you know, and I'm, I'm working on myself. Like, I'm not perfect, but I'm, I'm correcting the behavior. And that's all you really could do. Um, so anyways, speaking of friends, the people that you do have in your circle, um, celebrate them. You know, be happy with all the friends that you have in your life and celebrate them, encourage them, empower them, shout them out on Instagram. If they have a business, share it. Like we are each other's cheerleaders. And, you know, I'm, well, I used to, I don't know why, like right now, I'm I'm literally making a note right now because I used to do this a lot and I just haven't lately, but I would just randomly message people. I would just randomly text people like in my phone book that I haven't talked to in a long time. And I would just be like, Hey, I know it's been a while, but I just want to let you know, like, I'm proud of you. I see you thriving at life. And that's it. And I remember when I would text, like, random ass people. Like, I'm talking about, like, people I haven't talked to in years. They'd be like, what the fuck? Like, oh, my God. Hi, how are you? Like, thank you so much for this. And honestly, like, it costs nothing to be nice. So fucking do it. And, you know, it's time to fucking cut the dead ends off your fucking hair and your fucking life, bitch. Like, we don't need all that fucking negativity. So like I said, if you can think of some people right now that you're like, oh, yeah, they would have my back. No, nah, I don't know. Maybe. Depends. Depends who they're with. Fuck that. Cut them off. Like, why do you have to always be in on edge with certain people? Like, I am so happy with my circle right now. Like, you guys don't understand. Like, like I said the other day, it's been... I haven't said the words like I'm happy in a very long time. Like shout out to my little happy pills, but <laughs> but I am fucking happy. I'm happy where with my life, I'm happy with my marriage, I'm happy with the relationships that surround me. And honestly, it's because I don't have to worry about shit. I know that the people that have access to me, I know that they have my back. 
And, you know, I know that I can count on them for anything. So start, you know, reflecting on your circle. Think about the people around you and think about what type of energy you want to give to everybody. And like I said, you know, if if you're winning or if your circle is winning, like we're all winning. And, you know, my like my best friends, shout out to Cipri and Fito. Like you guys have no idea. Like we have been friends for, oh my God, I don't even fucking know, like 13 years. And it's so crazy all the stages we have gone through in life um, since high school. And trust me, like we have had like our fair share of like highs and lows and the thing is that I think that we probably know about 85% of each other's relationship and even like as couples but we don't judge each other like we empower each other we're like all right bro yeah like I see you and I I've never felt judged by them and I have never judged them like I said I'm always that person like yes bitch like work on that marriage like you guys got this and honestly shout out to them because they have really have become like my life coaches and it's important get you some fucking friends who are like some life coaches some people that empower you and I can like wholeheartedly say that because they have motivated me so much and just even pointing me out like pointing me to or leading me to resources that have helped them in their marriage and it's things that are helping us now. Um, one thing I did want to share for all the bitches that are struggling in your marriage. <laughs> there is this um, podcast, which I'll, it's actually my friend Fito's. Uh, it's actually the brokers for the real estate agency that they work for. But they, honestly, they're just they're more than that. They're freaking life coaches. But they have like their own podcast and stuff. And it's actually called uh, Do the Work. You guys, it's honestly like one of the realest fucking podcast i've ever heard in my life um it's a husband and wife same they talk about some real ass shit real situations they talk about everything they talk about infidelity they talk about like money they talk about toxic behavior (laughs) they talk about the verbal abuse everything and honestly it just feels good to listen to other couples who are going through things that or that have gone through things that you're going through and then it just gives you like that motivation because now i'm like damn look at them fucking power couple and that's how i look at my best friends um you know i'm so proud of them (laughs) i'm not even i I can do a whole ass episode just for them just (laughs) but i'm not but obviously everybody who knows them you guys know they are fucking thriving and they're fucking killing it uh, Fito's fucking killing it at the real estate and my life coach of course and then my best friend like go best friend you the baddest bitch like she's about to be an RN and she's about to administer all my fucking Botox and shit so I am just like I said if your circle's winning you're winning too see what I'm saying like fuck anyways that's it for this episode cut the fucking dead ends bitches um we will get back with a different episode if you guys have any more episode ideas in the meantime until I can get back to this motherhood series, hit me up. Also, side note to my sister, Nancy, she's always texting me, bitch. I just heard your fucking podcast. Like, why do you pronounce this word so bad? Like, bitch, shut the fuck up. Mind your business. <laughs> Love you, bitch. All right, guys. Talk to you guys next week.